0: Self serving persuasive talkers of
1: everything and nothing. We,
0: we are, are a conversation, conversation con artist. Con What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am
1: Calamity Red.
0: And we are a conversation con artist here for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M I S T E R underscore On Point. And on TikTok, A it, to be talking and it to be
1: eating. And I can be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. We are, as always, uh, welcome into eating letters, Reddit letters, um, questions, comments that you have regarding the show. You can find us on the aforementioned social media, or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com.
0: And we have two letters today. Okay. One from Angel and one from Leroy Ketchum. From one of our fellow podcasters. And uh, Angel's letter goes like this. Hey, con artist, I enjoyed my family vacation, even though we didn't get to go parasailing. I'm putting that on my bucket list for the near future. While I was there, I played a clip for my family. Please watch it before continuing with the letter. When's the most inappropriate time you've laughed uncontrollably? At my auntie's funeral, she was too big for the casket, so they had her thrown on a table like a pig at a feast. The only thing that was missing was the apple in her mouth.
1: <laughs> nah, what kind of barbaric funeral is this? Nah. That's you on a table. <laughs> I can't pay my respects to that. I'm not paying any
0: respects to that. (laughs) Respect her first and foremost before I pay my respects. Respect my family. Like a pig at a feast. (laughs) My friend's granddad's birthday. He blew out the candles and wished for no more birthdays.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) He was tired, bro. Bro. When my dad reached back whilst driving to choke me out because I was being loud and annoying. Nah, to choke me out, yeah, that's that's scary stuff. And you were laughing. My dad threatened to kill us one time. I
0: remember he opened the door on the motorway. He did what? Yeah, he, I th- I his door. His door. His door.
1: To jump out. So the car would just, just the car would have just got done what it done. When's the most it- okay. okay, so I've seen that because it's from Shits and Gigs and I love them. Um watch every week on YouTube. They are fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm going to continue the letter. Well, you got something to say?
1: Well, what did she say? She wanted she want us to, she wanted
0: to uh, watch that before we continue with the letter. Oh, okay. So we'll got after this. We were talking about funerals. I was telling my uncles how I would never sit next to them at a funeral again because they don't know how to act. I have a habit of laughing inappropriately and they're always talking shit most of the time it's nervous laughter in certain situations since red has got me hooked on the shits and gigs podcast i remember the clip pertaining to this same subject after letting them watch it they told me they went to a funeral like this they said the family couldn't afford a casket let me tell you i probably would have laughed because i probably i would have been thrown off i also would have left a friend <laughs> of mine told me you can rent a casket if you can't afford one i don't understand the need to put a body on a table for a viewing They usually do a private viewing for immediate family. A memorial with a picture would do just fine for the funeral. I would never want my family to do that to me under any circumstance. I've skipped funerals because I know there will be nonsense. I don't want to participate in or witness. My mother always goes and comes back with a tea. Have either of you been to funerals that were unusual or drama filled? Until next time, Angel.
1: Um, I'm glad that I got shits and gigs is great. Uh, they're fuck, and I don't. I don't really listen to podcasts, but they... And I like watching them do it. So they record a video of them recording the podcast and they put it on YouTube. And that's why I watch them. In. And they're just fucking hilarious. Like, they're just really funny. Um, So I'm glad that you're enjoying that, Angel. I'm glad I could turn you on to that. But, um... <sighs> my family is dysfunctional, so like most funerals, there's bullshit going on, um, my grandma's funeral, nobody's ever been just laid out on a fucking table, Though that's like wild, like why would you, just have, don't, I don't know, like cremate them, you know what I mean, and have the urn sitting up there, don't just lay somebody out on a fucking table, I don't even know how it respond. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm not, I can't. And my family, our love language is roasting each other and, and other things. And so if, first of all, if, if it was like a close family member, that would never happen. I don't think anybody would do that, but let's say we went to kind of like a distant rel- relative, relative's funeral. I would be able to sit next to none of my fucking family because they would be talking shit. And, having me look like an insane person for laughing at a goddamn funeral. Because that's what we do. On my mom's side, anyway. We talk shit. That's what we do. Uh, But my grandma's funeral, my aunt had um, stolen money. So what she had done was she had... This is back you know, my grandma and them live in the country. So she had this country-ass insurance policy that my aunt was over. Well, my aunt started siphoning money out of the insurance policy because the person who was over it at the time wasn't supposed to allow her to do this, but she probably called and gave him some kind of sob-ass story. Anyway, long story short, my grandma dies and we don't got no money to bury her. Now, this aunt is also the same one that's just a broke bitch all the time. And so the other siblings had to come up with money to bury my grandma. So... Everybody was like kind of mugging my <laughs> my aunt at the funeral. So uh not funny, but that was stressful or like dysfunction at a funeral. Um They shouldn't have, I wanna let her come. Let me tell you something. My family, my aunt has so many she just fuck up all the time and they just let her. You know, I I've told my mom, like, I'm the one that's, like, over her shit. If my brothers are on some fuck shit, y'all ain't coming. I don't care. You're not coming. You're not coming. Okay? I will pay out of my own pocket to have security to make sure your bitch ass can't come in here. I'm not doing this. We're not going to sit up here and pretend like you didn't do what you did. Fuck you. Like, that's how I am. My mom never like on some kumbaya shit. So um the only time I can remember laughing at a funeral, it was it was actually during my grandma's funeral. She um she had somebody that knew her that did her eulogy. And he knew the outside version of my grandma, right? Like who you present yourself to be when you go out. Mm-hmm. So during his eulogy, he was like, Yeah. You know, Miss Mayor was just just the sweetest person. You know, I don't I don't even think I ever heard her say a curse word in all the time that I knew her. We just started laughing because my grandma would cuss your ass out just as quick. <laughs> but she did have like her outside sweet grandmother persona. But to the family, I I can't tell you how many times I'd have heard my grandma cuss. So it was just funny to like hear him say that because we. We all just looked around at each other, like, "Who the fuck is he talking about?" Because Mary Alice would cuss you out just as good. Like, what? He obviously did not know her as well as he think he did, because um that is not how that would go. But I think, and so we all had a laugh at the at that moment. But
0: I don't even I don't, know why that would be a metric. Like, why wouldn't not cursing be a metric of being a nice person or
1: something? He he's a pastor, and. I guess you gotta understand this is this is a very small country church in Alpine, Alabama, which is adjacent to Talladega. Probably ain't nobody even heard of Alpine before, but um you you have to think in those terms. That's why I think. But we just thought it was hilarious because again, my mom came in and sat on my grandma's bed when she was in the nursing home. And she turned and looked at my mom and said, get your fat ass off my
0: face. I would have smothered that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I just can't conceptualize myself living with a perpetually mean person and not getting my lick back somehow.
1: Uh, I mean, even if it they was they're just an old person, Look, I don't feel like if my mom got dementia because my grandma had dementia um, when she died. Like, and was being mean. Like, I don't feel like I could be mean to her in good conscience because I know she got fucking dementia. Like, who who am I? Like, I would feel like a a terrible human to do that shit. Uh-huh.
0: I ain't been to no. All my funerals been uneventful. And I've only, so I lost my great-grandfather, my grandmama, one of my granddaddies, and my other step-granddaddy. I don't even think we went to the step-granddaddy funeral. I don't think we went to his funeral, but I've been to the other ones and they were just uneventful, nothing special. My, the people who died on my mama's side, my mama family real it real private, real, you know, we're not going to make no scene. Um, my great-grandmama that died, um, she... she abused everybody, goddamn. Well, oh, shit. She beat the fuck out of everybody. Jesus. Uh, except us, because we were kids. I mean, I found out from my daddy that she used to help them sell drugs. You know... She used to dip snuff. That's all we knew her as. She just used to dip snuff. My girl, my cousin. Man, my cousin said when she died, when they moved her bed, it was like the whole top half of the bed, it was just snuff, like stuffed all the way up under the the back. Apparently, from her snuffing in the bed and wasting it back behind the bed. But like, she had been living there for like 30 some years. More than that, 40 or 50 years, really. But. She was, she her house stank. It was not somewhere you wanted to go as a kid, but, like, we had to go there because when my grandma and I still had to do something, we had to go over there. We sit on the couch, and all she do is watch fucking Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune. But when we went on a trip to my daddy's house one time, me and my grandma, I told her, I asked her questions about her upbringing, and she started talking about that lady. I was like, I'm glad I didn't know that shit while she was alive. <laughs> but a goddamn... Them- been putting dirt in her snow, goddamn. I would've been doing something, goddamn. Kid gotta get get back somehow. I'm going shoot my grandmama like that. So I'm glad I ain't know that shit when I was little. Understand where a lot of my grandmama trauma come from. But no, nah, I ain't never been to no uh, funeral. But, I mean, if somebody was laid out on the table, I don't know that I would just leave or laugh or anything. Um... I'd be... I mean, I'd be glad they didn't pay with that expensive-ass goddamn
1: casket. Put me in a goddamn... Dude, that, but a, you can't just lay somebody on a goddamn table like a pig. That's fucking weird. That's just... That's just weird. It's already weird. Listen, let me tell you something. Why do you think that was ass, ass, ass up? I mean, not, I,
0: that was, them was jokes they were saying. Them motherfucker weren't ass up on that table. Okay? That would be like a pig.
1: No... No, a pig, they, a pig like, <laughs> like a luau pig is what they're talking about. When but a
0: luau pig is laid
1: out on a the table, they are uh, face down, ass up. Okay, it have to do with being an answer. It's the fact that you just laid out on a fucking table. That's not what's enormous. And I'll be honest with you, I think it's fucking weird that we walk around and look at dead people in a casket. Like just walking around viewing a dead body is fucking weird to me. Well, part of the reason why I don't go to the funerals unless I really knew the person because I don't want to just walk around looking at dead motherfuckers. But even with that being said, even with me feeling like it's weird to look at dead people in general, looking at dead people just dash, like put on a table, even weirder. Of
0: all the ways that a person might be on a table, well, I don't know why people would say a pig. Motherfucker <laughs> be at the doctor, laid out on the table, but not like the that. morgue laid out on the table.
1: But not like that. The only, I think they said like a pig because a pig is the only time that something's laid out on a table as a presentation. Because that's what this is. This is you presenting this person like on the table. At a morgue, that's not the case. At the doctor's office, you end there by yourself. But with a pig at a roasting is when <laughs> everybody come around looking at the pig. I don't know what else you could, you like, like liking that too. Because that is the only time that people like gather around and looking at something on the table. I think that's why they said a pig. I mean,
0: I just uh, it's that not that big of a deal. like the problem I have is this the event. Like you said, why are we doing this shit? I don't give a fuck about going to see this person fucking dead before we go to see them being dead again. Like, I don't I don't know I don't understand why. So them being sent like being in a box is even more preposterous to me. Like, a casket, like, lay me out in a Walmart box, then. Goddamn, make an a, a industrial-sized Walmart box and put me in that bitch. Why? Why not? What do you mean? It's better than being laid out on the table before you goddamn, you talking. To avoid me looking like I'm a pig spread out on a damn... Uh,
1: you could just beach. be cremated. That's what, if you don't have the money... For a casket, you cremate somebody. That's so
0: you think that they didn't think of that, or somebody didn't tell them that option, and they chose against that option. Yep, there is is reasons that people don't cremate, motherfuckers. Somebody had to choose between cremating them or letting them lay out on the table because they ain't got no casket. Somebody made that decision. A family member.
1: A bad decision. It was a terrible decision.
0: <laughs> Caskets are expensive.
1: They are. That's what yep. I'm saying. If you can't do, it's like if I can't do something right either, I'm not gonna do it at all. You know me. Or oh, I'ma find another way to do it that makes sense. Lay just laying the person out on the table don't make sense to me. So for me, if something happened, my mom got plenty of insurance policies because she morbid as fuck and all she think about is planning for her death at this moment. But let's say something fucking happened and we didn't have no money. I'ma cremate her. I'm not gonna just lay her out on the table for what? Just, what if she, she don't want cremate to be cremated? I don't you gonna give a go fuck get yes, because she also would have not wanted to be cremated under the assumption that we were going to put her in a casket. Well, if she dies not knowing that there were some issues and now we can't put her in a casket, I fully believe that if I had a conversation with her, she would say cremate me. Don't just have me out on the table. Like when people said don't cremate me, that's because they feel like you're going to bury them in a casket. Like, if they know that you ain't gonna be able to get a casket, I feel like most people would be like, "Well, cremate me then. Don't worry about it. Like that's an under assumption. these. No, it, it's should, a very logical." You ask assumption. your mama. I'll ask her. I get. I You're can call her right. She at church right now. I guarantee you, she would say yes. Don't just have me laid out on no table. <laughs> I can hear her now. She is not gonna want that. If we I just
0: feel it, like it's a. If you're going to see a dead motherfucker, I just
1: feel like it's a small gap
0: between. Well, however, you would see them. It's, it's just the, a small gap. It's the. All it's, y'all talking about is formalities. Y'all just talking about the fact that we don't. We don't got us built a society where you put a, a dead motherfucker in a damn ten thousand dollar box that's gonna go in the ground for fucking ever. That's stupid to me. Like, laying a motherfucker out on the table is stupid, but, like, I do not want to be in no expensive-ass box. I'm going to make my own fucking casket out of wood from Home Depot.
1: I mean, this has been a part of society. Like, even if my dad watched um, Westerns all the time when I was a kid. They even buried it. It was like just a wooden pine box. But they put the fucking cowboys in boxes when they buried them. They they just throw them in the ground. And they didn't even have funerals. But they still put it in a box. I don't know what the box symbolizes or why we do it. But we've done it for long enough that when you don't do it, it's fucking weird. That's just what it is. It just is. It's just weird. And I, it's I mean, not I'm... expected.
0: I wonder what the history of that shit is. Because is it that if like a, if a flood happened or something, you don't want bodies just got down floating around? Like, is it a functional reason to put the bodies in a box?
1: You know what? Probably all these plagues and shit that happened, that probably is why they started putting bodies in boxes. They don't want, want that a shit in the ground. Body.
0: So what? They don't want that shit in the ground to.
1: Seeping up? Yeah. yeah. So I, I probably... Yeah, probably a functional guess. reason. That would be my guess is that because of all those plagues and shit and I'm sure that people dying and their bodies being contagious that they start just burying people in boxes. You saying plagues or plagues? Plagues. Sound like you're saying plagues. Plagues. All the plagues. Okay.
0: But now it sounds like you're saying plagues without a G. <sighs> oh, that's that allergy shit. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. I bet that's I what it is. That I told be y'all different. before. I don't want to be in a box. I just want to be in the ground. That's not going to happen, though. But that's what I want.
1: Well,
0: not to mention, let's say this. That's so know... Thriller happened, I can come back. I don't want to be in no goddamn box when that shit go down. the zombie that's... apocalypse show up? If motherfuckers... People that just died reincarnate. I want to come the fuck back. Fuck, I Why? look like being trapped in a $10,000 goddamn box. Come back to this shit as a zombie. What? Why you want to be here again? I don't want to fucking die. I want to goddamn reincarnate or be here forever. I don't give a fuck about death. I mean, I accept it because it's what happened to us in the condition that we in, you know, but I'm going to come back however I can. I don't care what the shape of this shit is. Matter of fact, I'm going to be a zombie. I ain't gonna give a fuck.
1: A secondary reason or a secondary benefit to people being buried in these boxes that preserves them is you know how many times like some shit then came out where this this person was possibly murdered and they've been able to excavate a body and still be able to find the shit they need to find because the body was well preserved. You put a person in the ground, that shit don't happen.
0: Bro, they should have found that shit out when that person was uh, was up here.
1: Well, that how some shit work sometimes. But listen, because let me tell you something. I want justice. If a motherfucker murder me, I want justice. I don't give a fuck how long it take. You lock that motherfucker up. I want justice. <laughs> you can't just fucking kill me and just be living your lot of daddy ass life while I'm dead and shit. Now Find Mm-mm. them and punish them.
0: Nope, I shouldn't have been caught slipping. No,
1: because you I might shouldn't not have been even. Caught had... slipping. I mean, if somebody slowly poisoned you with delicious food, you would you would die.
0: I know. it would, uh, Ain't no poison that you can't goddamn detect over time. Uh, my taste buds are too succinct for that. I'd be like, <laughs> this steak don't taste right. You're going to have to poison me in one fell swoop. You ain't going to be able to get away with no fucking periodic poisoning. You might as well just go on ahead and dump all that shit in one meal. <laughs> Because if you poison me over time, I'm gonna be like, this shit don't taste right. But also, I cook all my food. It's gonna be weird. as fuck if I been, if I've been cooking for somebody for two years and they be like, I'm gonna cook tonight. What you cooking, motherfucker?
1: Maybe what cooking? For, well, maybe they'll wait till your anniversary and I wanna do this nice thing for
0: you. Bruh, that'll be the ultimate goddamn joke on my ass because I I feel like I wouldn't choose nobody who do no shit like that.
1: That wouldn't cook for you?
0: That wouldn't cook for me to kill me. God damn it. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would, I don't feel like I would choose somebody, not that kind like, I would prefer to choose somebody who would just, in a burst of anger, would just blow my head off. Not somebody who would damn meticulously plan out my murder.
1: (laughs) I would meticulously plan out your murder. Of course you would. Because I don't want to get caught. I know you would. And when you respond emotionally, you make mistakes.
0: (laughs) I mean, I get it. And that's you. So that's Eddie not crossing red, but if it were my partner, I ain't choosing a you. (laughs) I ain't choosing one of them motherfuckers. I'm that person. I wouldn't do it. Like, I wouldn't choose somebody who would do the same shit to me that I would do to them in that regard. (laughs) But nah. Mm-mm. Poison me at once. I'm just whoever in my future, if you hear this, just go ahead and put that shit at one time.
1: Or they could just not poison you. That would probably be the most beneficial thing. Whatsoever. I mean, we,
0: we are we already in the realm of they want me gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean I guess you could do it violently and shit, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I got I got people in my life that give a fuck about me now. And if you if You questionable, your ass is going down. Yeah, I will figure it out. Mhm, your ass is going down. And I don't feel my brother. Yeah, no. Nah. You if 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 you harm me, if you've harmed me, and you out here around, walking around alive, you're not going to have a rest of a good life. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's what I believe. Um, but yeah, I ain't been to no bad funerals. I just hate funerals. I've only gone to the funerals I've had to go to. I didn't go to my daddy's wife's funeral and he don't even hold that against us because he don't give a fuck about us. He held it against his held it against my sister. <laughs> I'm like, well, why you telling me this, that fuck your hush cause she didn't even come to this funeral and we didn't come either. <laughs> so so fuck you. But uh another funeral, my grand, my grandmama's husband, like we didn't go to his funeral either. I mean, realistically, me and my brother were just at places where it wasn't easy to go, just up and go somewhere. At the time, um, it is what it is. You know, I once told my brother that. So my brother, he got drunk and then he drove into a building. Yeah, he drove like, not into it, but it was a brick building. He like crashed into the corner of it or whatever. And I told him, if he die from fucking drinking and doing this dumb shit and driving, (laughs) that I will not be coming to his fucking funeral. (laughs) And I meant it at the time, but I don't believe that anymore. I was just so irritated with him always talking about drinking. He was working at a club. The culture that he was in at the time was just not a healthy culture. You know, but... Anyway. That is... Angel's letter. Okay. Um. Now we got a letter from Leroy Ketchum, and and it's long. And yes, it is. I like long letters.
1: That's what he do. So let's just take it point by point. So we. All right. We ain't gonna remember everything he said if it's long. <laughs>
0: The title of this email is Warren G deserved everything he got in regulators because his dumb ass stopped at a random dice game. But Nate Dogg a real nigga for that one.
1: Ain't that what <laughs> niggas in the hood do? They go shoot dice. I don't Hell question. no.
0: Yeah, they go shoot dice with people they know. The only time you should ever go to a, a dice game with people you're not familiar with if, is if you with somebody who's familiar with the niggas playing or shooting dice. That's it. But if you just see a random dice game and you go over there, you better you you have a death wish <laughs> anyway. That just some shit you don't do. You don't do that. You also don't, if you want to there's another thing, if you want to be invited back to the to the kickback, don't be a stranger and get on the space table and not know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. So that like there are situations that you just don't walk into and just become a part of. You just don't. When I go to a new place that got spades, I already know that I'm not playing spades. Right? There are scenarios upon which I play spades. That's if somebody who is familiar with everybody asks me to be their partner because that means that they are aware of my skill set. Or if it's three and they need one, and so there's a little desperation to get the game moving. You need those leverages if you're a new person to other people playing the game. So... But uh, dice, we know dice games get shot and robbed up, oh, robbed yeah. and shot up, all the time in real life, all the time in rap, all the time in movies. You know, you got people that get jealous. You got people that don't. They can't gamble in the sense that, like, they come there thinking they're gonna win, and when they lose their money, they motherfucking up the stick on them hoes. Like they, it's like, come on, we ain't doing that. Anyway, <laughs> that's what happened. This says. What up, cuh? I use cuh as a general term for both of y'all because cuh is gender neutral and hood certified 100%. Anyway, it's been a sh since I wrote y'all anything, and this particular one had me nodding my head in the grins and laughing to the point of tears, so I'll address the topics as they appear.
1: One, uh dookie plane. <laughs> oh, the person that was, like, uh shitting all over the plane. Mm-hmm.
0: I covered this while filling in on government name. By the way, I'm always available to fill in if y'all should need me. But anyway, who the fuck you going t- from, who the fuck you know going from Atlanta to Barcelona? It just sounds random as fuck as a trip, but I can speak to the diarrhea thing being a sudden happening because I remember a time while I was still working for the water company doing a route where it came upon me suddenly like a thief in the night. <laughs> when I tell you the flurry of emotions and anxiety that flourished over me in that time, whoo child. I thought I was lactose intolerant because I had three and a half bowls of Reese's Puffs and that was the only food I had. And when I tell you I was in the middle of Insley and nobody had a public bathroom, I was sweating, panicking, and about to cry from the sheer worry that I was going to ruin a perfectly good pair of pants and a subpar working water work truck and the pain from wherever or whoever was fighting in my stomach. Big shouts out to the KFC in Inslee across from the Honda dealership because goddamn, had to buy a two-piece just off
1: respect and thanks <laughs> okay I, I, no I it wasn't the, the milk before. it wasn't the milk it's the fact that you ate all them goddamn bowls of Reese's cereal nigga what see what? Leroy, why would that do it because all of that sweet Leroy is getting older right like he getting to the point where we at you can't do it the... so you think you could eat three bowls of Reese's puff cereal and it went fuck with you
0: don't disrespect that man by saying he getting to the point where we at.
1: He is. We old oh, and that nigga still young. He ain't. Did he just turn thirty? I don't know.
0: How I old think old he are
1: just thirty. Thirty-eight. I'll be thirty-nine
0: in um. Oh, and... if you just turned thirty, absolutely, yeah. That shit came from the uh, right when you turn over the edge of twenty-nine, a four month plus or minus. Yeah. Yeah. Some shit gonna happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what i You can't you can't do that kind of shit. I when you think get he was over 30, 30 yet. Yeah, I think he just turned 30. You
0: can't do that shit. Like you can't do it if you ain't been doing it forever. I feel like Chris been doing that forever. I feel like Chris been doing that for Cause a long time. There was
1: a lot of things that I was doing before that like wouldn't bother me that started bother, bothering me in my 30s though, because I ate like shit. Like I didn't eat good at all because my metabolism was on crack and I didn't have to. So. I was eating all kind of unhealthy shit and unhealthy mixes of things and it never bothered me. I'm
0: not inclined to believe that it was that. I'm inclined to believe that it was whatever he ate the night before that. I think them that. Reese's them Reese's wouldn't have been I guess it depends on how big the load
1: was. <laughs> because just the three bowls of Reese's. I don't this think is, it was This is Leroy that we these are not gonna be small cereal bowls, okay? I just know that he was not eating regular cereal. It wasn't big. Bowl. Huh? Three and a half boxes of big bowls.
0: Would, he would have just said a box of cereal. I ate a whole box of cereal.
1: So it couldn't
0: that. have been the whole box. Three big bowls box. I just, said, box, the I just box.
1: said that his cereal bowl is not going to be a, a regular cereal bowl and it's going to be larger bowls of cereal than what I would eat when I eat cereal. I
0: feel like if you eat a whole box of cereal, you still should be fine. If you can
1: who can an entire box of sweet ass cereal i don't know what why you don't spike your fucking sugar i don't know why
0: you think it'll give your ass explosive diarrhea i mean of course you would think that you fucking lactose intolerant milk is one of one of your natural fucking enemies
1: even if i ate it with lactate i would still get sick from that that is just too much much a box of sweet cereal we're not talking about cheerios here (laughs) it's too much what Sugar, too much. Like, if I eat a lot of dessert, if I eat too much dessert, my it fucks my stomach up. And it doesn't have to be like a milk based dessert. If I eat too much sweet shit, it will fuck my stomach up. I eat sweet shit for a living and I'm fine. Maybe that's what I mean. Maybe you've like just wore your body down to where it's like, fuck it, he's gonna do this shit anyway. That's like what I, I'm
0: saying. That's why I said, if you've been doing this shit for a while, your body should be straight. I feel like that diarrhea came from somewhere
1: else. He would have said that. He would have known what it was.
0: He's just saying the only thing that he had in his stomach at that point in time. Or he thought he was lactose intolerant. Like, because lactose the, intolerance developed. And that shit just show up out of nowhere? Or it always... I feel like
1: I'm learning as I get older that anything is possible. Probably. Shit. <laughs> you have allergies that go away and come back on they fucking own like man, these seafood
0: allergies done came to fuck back y'all man so god damn i'm my, sure you could Inside out of my mouth it's happening the same way it happened the first time it was kind of like funny inside of my mouth feel funny gobble gobble gobble, gobble. don't know what that is <laughs> you know the first, that's what happened the first time this time i was like uh-oh it's time to do some experimenting and because I had been buying new fresh seafood, and I'm eating this fresh seafood, and I'm having these reactions, and I was like, "Let me go ahead and eat my old ass Walmart frozen section seafood." Still a problem because I thought it was the iodine in the fresh shit versus you know the iodine loss from the other. I was like, "Come on, man! Come on, man! Come on, man!" Like boosy. I don't know, man. I don't like it. But yeah, that's what happens. Two, uh Teeth in a wedding ring. Nigga, cute as fuck, but nah, cuz, that ain't it.
1: <laughs> what in a wedding ring?
0: I talked about that tooth in a wedding ring. Tooth in a wedding ring? I told you the story about the dude who uh a lady jumped and broke her tooth on a hike they was on and he found the tooth and put it in a wedding ring.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. That was too <laughs> general. I <laughs> Okay, yes. Now, again, that's one of those very
0: specified you got to know the person for that. You got to know the person. There's there's something, there's some red related thing that if a person did it, it'll be weird to the rest of the world, but endearing to you. It's something like that. I don't know what it would be. I don't even know what it would be. It's the
1: tooth thing would not be it, cause I will be like. Clearly, it ain't the tooth thing. Number one, you wouldn't
0: be on no fucking hike, I'll okay? Hike. And then, huh? I go, on, I hike.
1: I take baby hiking all the time.
0: You wouldn't be on no hike, jumping across no goddamn waters for. Oh hell business. no,
1: not that. Yeah, I don't you, hike like that. That's that's
0: i of saying. Like you wouldn't be on a, a hike of that caliber, where it's like y'all jumping over shit and shit like that. You wouldn't. You play it safer.
1: That's Have you ever chipped a tooth for anything? not on like (laughs) so my family um has like horrible teeth and so I have like a whole um the whole front of my mouth is a bridge like a permanent bridge but a bridge because like we just our teeth just are not good so like I've bitten into stuff and broke a tooth but like the last tooth that I broke I I bit into a pickle not even nothing crazy just like my teeth are just terrible like they're just not strong (laughs) Um, but I ain't never like fell and, and lost a tooth and no shit like that. Yeah, you wouldn't be in no, it ain't like your dude across from you would be like, Oh
0: shit, did your tooth break off of your pickle? I should put that in some jewelry for you. Like that, there would be something that would be endearing. Like a motherfucker putting the Sims on top of the wedding cake or some shit like that. Be- like something where. Yeah, like something like that. that it's like there's some shit where it's like, bro, he know the fuck out of me. It's like endearing like that kind of that s- that situation. Strange. Yeah. Everybody else will be like, what the fuck they got on the top of the cake? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you'll know exactly where it is. Yeah, that would be you'll true. know exactly I why like it
1: was done. I would like that. Hmm? I would like that. That would be funny.
0: Okay, well, when you meet your forever person, I'm going to add that to the list of the stuff that I need to call and tell him about when he need to be making decisions. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, all I told I told Red when she found her person that she gonna have to get him a little box with a lock and a key on it. That's like breaking the case of emergencies, opening the case of emergency, he's gonna open it, it's gonna be a card to me. Cause I'm gonna save this relationship. I'm gonna have to do it. That's what he's gonna have to have. But that's going on my list of shit. The sales um,
1: birthday cake. I mean the sales wedding cake. hmm That would be that would be funny. <laughs> Number
0: three. Uh, the way On Point said he couldn't fathom anybody telling me to change his motherfucking recipes, I felt that shit in my chest, because that nigga ain't made shit that wasn't short of delicious. <laughs> Gluten-free shit does not not taste good, but if there's a decision to have regular, I would absolutely take them. If that nigga want to make his own cookies that she can't eat it, sound like she need to take a ne- take that up with the Lord. Me and my wife make chili differently and we don't fuck with each other's chili for different reasons. But the day she tell me I can't make chili the way I want to because she can't eat it, I promise you with all the same pride I have that I'll move all the food from the fridge to make room for three pots of chili.
1: <laughs> and yeah, he petty uh, enough to do it. Yeah, that's, that's about the
0: kind of petty that, uh, that, that would happen. He's it's right. a, uh it's a it's not it's like an inconvenient pity, not a disrespectful pity. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't something that you should should leave somebody for. No. It Chris is definitely do something shit. you should not talk to them for for 3 4 days.
1: Leroy just do shit that uh, just annoy you. Like that's just he just going to do the kind of pity that just make you want to slap him but like not leave him. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he is. <laughs>
0: Um, but absolutely, listen, I will, I will reiterate that point at the point that you telling me to change my recipes, like if you're, I, all I hear is, you know how when you tell somebody something and you tell them with good intention, but they extract like the worst shit out of it. If somebody told me, Hey, you need to change your recipes. All I would hear is you don't want me to eat my cookies no more. <laughs> like yeah, No, I'm not telling you you can't eat your cookies. I'm like, well, what the fuck, kitchen? You think I'm going to be baking cookies outside of this? Because <laughs> all, all I'm hearing is that I need to go find me a side kitchen to be cooking in. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> if you ain't telling me that, then you need to pack your shit. Anyway, so I'll get into that too, deep. Don't offer. Okay, this is the significant. It got the clap hands in between every words. Don't offer to pay if you ain't footing the bill.
1: Um, I couldn't
0: agree with on point more. Yeah, the man. motherfucker even asked multiple times, "Are you sure?" At the <laughs> point, he released himself from liability because he was at least making sure y'all motherfuckers know what y'all was getting into. Twenty-five wings is perfectly same amount of wings. I don't know too many niggas who just fell off, get fall off a ten piece. So nah, On Point is justified. Don't tell me be reasonable either because like On Point said, don't give me a gift with no goddamn restriction. (laughs) It invalidates the gesture and then I'm mad because life is short and I got to be picky and if I die tomorrow knowing I could have had the best steak of my life or the best wing order possible but I had to stay on the upper half of the menu because y'all want to be a bitch-ass nigga. I swear I'll misuse my status in the afterlife to abuse whoever that person is in the (laughs) living world. Who want to die with their last meal being some bullshit? Hell, the same order with some lemon pepper wedges and a drink and sh- and and stare them niggas down and ate every motherfucking wing. They'll be lucky if I take some home in them little ass boxes. Fuck out of here. Personally, I have many niggas back out of beds with me because the option was paying for the other person's dinner and I ain't wanting to play about my food. At least with me, you know I eat it all as a card carrying member of the clean plate club. We ain't wasting no food. hundred percent. Whatever 100% I
1: stand on what lucky. I said.
0: Oh no! Mm-mm. Don't set me up. I mean, I I said what I got to say. Like I know myself, and I I ain't gonna let you be set up. I'm just gonna be like, tell me the the ideal price for for you to pay for me. Okay, I'm gonna add me sixteen dollars to that. <laughs> when I go to Buffalo Wild my food cost thirty something dollars. Y'all done seen me? I done, I done took down the biggest wing plate they offer, and <laughs> I added five to that before. So. I don't want no motherfucking limitation. Matter of fact, if you really know me, you would just take me to Hooters on the goddamn uh all you can eat wing night. That's what you would do. Like uh, that's what you would do. It ain't even that expensive. Shit like $17, $18 for all you can eat wings at Hooters. I don't even know if they still do that. I need to find out. That shit was delicious.
1: They have really good lemon pepper dry rub. We need they to do. go. If they if they do, we need to go.
0: Okay, I'm gonna find that shit out like today. Anyway, 5. Candy corn is fine, but I get tired of it after 10 pieces. Same applies to Twizzlers, but it's like 4. LaCroix nasty as hell, but liquid death carbonated
1: joints be slapping. Okay. He I left one. LaCroix like... nasty, but liquid death good. So, <clears throat> he left one at my house, but when we had the this last um, A liquid death? Yeah. When we had this last game night, mm-hmm. um, and it was like tropical flavor, I want to say? What color was the can? I mean, they're green? all gold. They're all gold. they all different colors.
0: Okay. They got a white can, a black can, a silver can, a green I've can. I've only ever seen gold.
1: But that's his own flavor. Um, Well, not just his, like when I've been in the store and seen them, because I've seen them, but anyway, he, he like... When do you ever see the
0: can? Oh, okay, the can be out. No, I always see a white can, because that's the regular water, and I've had the regular waters. Drinking, all
1: of it is carbonated, It's like sparkling water.
0: Oh, uh-uh. the white one is just water. Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. I wouldn't drink carbonated water. Like the white one, they published had them on sale one time, they're out, like four cases. I don't like it, I don't like their water. It's super thin or some shit
1: like that. I don't it's know, think, like LaCroix, don't make a regular water, it's all, it's all sparkling water. But I guess they want to reach out to different demographics, anyhow. He left it at my house, um, because. I had told him that LaCroix was disgusting and I don't drink sparkling waters because I've never had one that was good. They all taste like it's that nasty carbonated water taste with like a hint of whatever fucking fruit flavor that it's supposed to have. That's been my experience. I've tried LaCroix. I tried the AHA ones. That, it's one called AHA. I just gave up and said. Because it, it's
0: I, missing flavor, the effect that it has is feeling like it's spicy. Yeah. I don't like that.
1: No. I drink Izzy's. Izzy's are really good. It's sparkling juice. hmm And the Izzy's are good. I can do Izzy. But anyway, um, I drank the, the liquid. That, it was better than LaCroix, but it ain't nothing I would buy. I oh. just ain't a sparkling water. I just, that ain't, it's not my speed. I'll stick to my Izzy's. You know, I, the only thing I've been trying to do is find a substitute
0: for sodas. That's either relatively healthy or low enough sugar to not be as impactful as regular sodas be.
1: Did you drink one of the Izzy's when you yeah, they were? Yeah, I said i
0: got like, buy Izzy's if they was in the size of a regular soda can. Yeah. I don't want no pineapple juice can size ass drink. Fuck I look like. I drink five glasses of whatever I'm drinking at a restaurant, right? So oh. if I'm having a tea, they bringing me three off the first goddamn ten minutes, Okay. That fourth tea, I'm straggling along with that one depending on the meal. But like, yeah,
1: no. I think so, full off liquid. of liquid. They make them in bottles. I don't know how big the bottles are, like a like a you know coke that you can get in those glass bottles. They make Izzy's in glass bottles, but I don't know what the size is.
0: Yeah. And but. that's the problem. Like when I when I'm having when I'm in a like soda mode, yeah, I drink a lot of whatever I'm consuming and that's not good. Um and so that's
1: why I like Izzy. I've conditioned myself because I know it's small. I will have an Izzy with whatever I'm eating and I will drink it knowing that there's not a lot of it. And so yeah. it works. But they're really good. If y'all haven't tried Izzy, they're fucking mm-hmm. fantastic.
0: All right. Number I six. Like number six. Uh throw my food away and you getting sweet caged. If you want to torture yourself, do your thug thizzle, my nizzle, but leave me alone, meme (laughs) of Ricky Smiley as little Daryl. It's a slippery slope, and I'm not getting up the mountain. Let me eat how I want to eat. Mind the business that pays you. And another thing, if you petty enough to give me an ultimatum over some silly shit like junk food and it be relationship ending, I wish you nothing but inconvenience in your life from now on. (laughs) I mean, I hope one AirPod work and the other one never fully charge up so the sound is always lower. I hope every time you ask for a sauce at a drive-thru, they forget to give it to you and you forget to check until you get home. I wish you always have the feeling of having to sneeze and never being able to. May one nostril always be clogged and may they switch when one drains. Have a nice life, you raggedy bitch. me <laughs> with Michael Jackson pointing at the screen. Um... I need the T on this book. Sound like C Spot Run with Family Lies. I want some excerpts. <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh, P.S., God. you yeah, roll, your Roll. Ro. P.S. How you write a tell all book if you ain't famous? Baby, who care? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's all I got. And I hope I monopolized a bit of the show, but I love y'all and I'll do another one of these again. Peace. Hemi Neutron, not Leroy anymore, more, but this will do for right now. Who
1: the Okay.
0: Fuck? I said Leroy I, catch him at the beginning. We are transitioning that to Hemi Neutron.
1: This nigga here. Um, my aunt's book has it's just a it's 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 created so much goddamn drama. And now she has like contacted the local newspapers and got herself a news article um talking about how she wrote this book, how she was abused, how she's overcoming and and how she's so much stronger. and Just a bunch of fucking bullshit. Um it it's still an ongoing, you know, half the family ain't really fucking with her right now. <laughs> um she's having a book signing next well this month cuz today is October the 1st. She's having a book signing. <clears throat> um that none of us are going to. I will actually be in Georgia on the day of her book signing. But even if I was here, I, I would I, I don't
0: know why you said that. I'm, I'm just,
1: just saying. I w- I'm just I still wouldn't go. Um mm. Yeah, the bitch is just crazy. I don't know. And it is like <laughs> you could tell she had somebody to edit it for um like misspelled words. And like maybe punctuation, but it is still written in a very elementary tone, right? Um, Yes, and I don't know why she, she wrote the tell-all book for the people that know her. You know, that's that, because those are the only people that's going to fucking read it. So uh, that's who she wrote it for, because she is absolutely not famous. And nobody else is going to give a fuck. So yeah, that's an ongoing situation. It's pretty terrible. It's something new every week. That situation. I'm over it. I'm ready for it to die down and go away. Shit is wild. Shit is wild. Shit is definitely wild.
0: But that's what we got
1: on the letter side. All right. What's the thing? Uh, It's so this has just been sitting in my thing for like two weeks. (laughs) Um. Clothing, um, just random clothing and shit. Okay,
0: so before you start, I'm gonna get <clears> my <throat> little news piece. It's just a PSA, it oh. ain't the whole thing. Okay, if you are a Twitter user, Twitter uh, has changed their terms and conditions to. Um, using all of your data to train their AI, including your personal data. (coughs) Excuse me. Including your personal data, including anything in your bio, including anything you use to sign up. (coughs) God damn. (laughs) There will also be a verification system in which you got to send an ID to verify who you are for your account. This is a potential rollout. So... This is a good time to decide whether you want to keep Twitter or not. It's looked like it's going to hell in the handbasket, because it's going to lose a lot of people over this shit. Just wanted to throw that out
1: there. I have not been on Twitter. I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure my thing still exists, but, like, I haven't been on that fucking... I don't even know. I've been signed off with Twitter.
0: I mean, I be getting on there, but it's for nefarious
1: purposes.
0: (laughs) It's for what? Nefarious purposes. My God. Anybody who get on TikTok that look like they might be a little frisky on the fans website, I be like, oh, they definitely got a link in their bio for Twitter. And in their Twitter bio, they definitely got a link for a place where you buy fans. So, I might go for, try to find them. <clears throat> Why not? Uh, Sex work is real work. Support support the uh, industry.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Here's the here's some of the, the the titles. Am I the asshole for letting my ex wife buy me clothes and bake for me and giving me a key to her or, or giving her a key to my house? If you got a current wife, that's a problem, my nigga. Yeah, ex shouldn't be doing all that shit. It's a lot. Would I be an asshole if I told my girlfriend that her clothes are no longer appropriate? Hmm. Am I the asshole for donating half my boyfriend's clothes after he wouldn't help me declutter? I wish somebody would get rid of my goddamn clothes. Um... Am I the asshole for telling my sister to not wear Indian clothing to a party? That one was interesting because it's a sister. You're a relative, which means that you're also Indian. And so why would you tell her not to wear your cultural clothes? Um, Am I the asshole for not hanging up my clothes at the mall and upsetting the salesperson? Am I the asshole for not letting my girlfriend wear clothes that belong to my ex? Why the fuck would she want to? Why do you have it still? There's so many questions.
0: I definitely want to do that
1: one. Um, am I the asshole for being mad at my wife for sending our kid to school in dirty clothes? Now, keep in mind that all of these are at the people, the people have said that they're assholes. So I'm assuming that the clothes weren't actually dirty for the him to have made it on this list. Am I the asshole for changing my wife's clothing sizes without telling her? What? <laughs> how did you
0: do that? What well, is nigga and a I... seamster? Is that a seam a male seamstress? Is that a seamster? <laughs> what is a, a man version of that?
1: Still
0: a seamstress, I think. Like a I don't know. We'll call him a seamster. What the fuck did you do? How did you change? How did you change the sizes, nigga? Did you go find the exact same shit, one size smaller or one <laughs> size bigger? What? <laughs> Okay, I want to do that
1: one too. Okay, do you want to hear? I have a couple more. Okay, read them. Am I the asshole for unfolding my clothes because my wife accidentally folded them the wrong way? Am I the asshole for requiring that guests change clothes before they sit on my furniture? Okay, that's a little much. It's <laughs> a lot much. Am I the asshole for telling my son he has to he has to wear clothes? Where the fuck is he trying to be naked? In?
0: He must be a very small child uh, now he's nineteen. oh shit <laughs> I mean, go where the naked people go <laughs> be have on clothes around here all right
1: what, what are we doing
0: the one first one is the x x is closed
1: uh wearing in the ex's clothes, yeah. Okay, am I the asshole for not letting my girlfriend wear clothes that belong to my ex? Uh, This is a 26-year-old male. I dated my ex for five years. She broke up with me last year. The breakup destroyed me. I'm still trying to recover from it. She used to live with me. She still has some things here that she never got rid of. For example, she left a box of jewelry mostly containing things I bought for her. They're really nice jewelry, like from Cartier and shit. She also left behind a bunch of clothes. I started dating my current girlfriend seven months ago. She recently moved in with me. Yesterday she found a box of clothes that belonged to my ex, which I sorted I stored in my closet. I caught her trying on a dress. I asked her what she was doing. She said she found this box of clothes and asked who it belonged to. I said it belonged to my ex and her face fell. I told her that she shouldn't go snooping around in my things and she shouldn't try on clothes that don't belong to her. She got upset and said she was just trying on this dress which she thought was really pretty. I told her to please change out of it because it evoked too many painful memories for me. The dress was a favorite of my exes. My girlfriend accused me of being an asshole. I think my criticism of her was deserved. Who the hell tries on clothes that don't belong to them? Am I the asshole here? Why? Who keep a year worth of old-ass fucking
0: clothes from an old relationship in their closet? Like, to to your girlfriend, that should have been a red fucking flag. Oh, shit. He done got super angry that I done put these clothes on of another woman that are still here. Why he ain't got rid of them? Oh, shit. I am living in the shadow of a nigga's last relationship. That's what she should have said to her fucking self. Like, what the fuck? Ain't no way. Now... I
1: don't even, I mean, snooping, I mean, it ain't, I, it ain't snooping. If I live there, it's not goddamn snooping. Sure, it ain't I snooping. <laughs> the fuck is you talking about snooping? It's
0: like, oh a box of clothes. I wonder what she, I wonder what she thought, though, because there's not that many scenarios True. of a man having a box of women's clothes in his closet. True. The top tier is, belongs to my ex. That got to be like, the, that should be the top tier thought. The next one should be... He bought me some clothes, but clearly they used. So that wouldn't be endearing. It's like, would you even wear clothes that somebody bought you that was used? Like, you shop at the thrift store for yourself. But if your partner went and shopped at the thrift store for you, would that be a problem? No. Okay. So you'd be okay with, if he was, you know, organized, getting clothes together for you at some point. If he yeah. wanted to give you a box of clothes and he was buying you an article every week, that'll be cool.
1: That would be fine.
0: Okay, so that go- that increases in my in my category because use clothes as a gift, not probably not as a gift. Use clothes as one of those daily gifts, like one of those I was thinking about you type yeah. gifts, you know, not like as a happy birthday. He gonna use box of old bullshit that somebody else farted in. Oh. Um,
1: well, yeah, not that. <laughs>
0: I mean, regardless of how you see it, it that's happened before And with the new clothes you got. They've been farting in plenty of times.
1: Why do you think of things like this? I I, I, I was so confused as to why your brain goes to these kinds of things.
0: I mean, it, it's a whole bunch of other worst case scenarios of wearing somebody else's clothes. Farting in them is the best because it's harmless.
1: They could have it in the damn chips. I don't I mean, think about that when I buy, like, I don't think about anything of people wearing the clothes before I wore them. That doesn't cross my mind. No, no scenario, best case or otherwise. Like, that's just not where my brain goes. Ever.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, but you know that it is real, though. You don't got to think about it, but it's just what it is. It's the reality. I it is real, because I don't
1: consider it. It's nothing I even consider. So it's not real to me, because I don't think about it.
0: But it is now because I just told you, and now...
1: I will put this out of my mind, I assure you. I will not think about this the next time I'm buying clothes. <laughs> not new clothes. I don't really buy um thrifted stuff that often. I don't even know the last time I've been in a thrift store. I, I will wear some thrifted things, but I, it's not something I normally do. But usually my clothes are new if I'm buying clothes.
0: So this but... is the thing, guys. If it's seven months down the line... And you have some things that belong to your ex that you might have bought. Because you said, there's some things in my house that my ex didn't get rid of. No, stupid. There's some things in your house that belong to your ex that you didn't get rid of, dummy. The fuck she left your ass? Like, it's up to you to get rid of it now. What, you gonna keep that shit forever and say, oh, she didn't get rid of it. So, it's gotta stay with me, I guess. No, you bought her some Cartier jewelry. Go pawn that shit, sell that shit, take that shit somewhere. You holding on to it, meaning that you're holding on to the memories of a relationship that you need to let the fuck go. Sound like you might have been a little obsessed. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe she maybe he got it like that and he got money and he just, you know, got money to spend. The thing about Reddit is we don't know, we don't know the caliber of these motherfuckers is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if he because you know, it's people in the hood that. Spent all their paychecks on Jordans. And then you got people who buying a pair of Jordans is like, you know, dropping a dollar out in the street for somebody like it's nothing off what I make. So it's very possible that this person just got it like that. They make pretty good money. And so it ain't really no sacrifice to have bought that kind of stuff. And it might not even be a benefit to them to even sell it, you know, but you need to know when you're harboring stuff about past relationships, you need to get over that shit.
1: You do immediately.
0: Especially if the, the situation is that people are going to discover things about that past relationship that you're going to have a fucking emotional experience to. Yeah. You the asshole. Burn that yes. shit. Yeah.
1: That's just weird. It's just fucking weird. What was the next one?
0: Um, The one that changed the wife's clothing size.
1: Am I the asshole for changing my wife's clothing sizes without telling her? My wife has gained some weight over the last year and keeps beating herself up over it. Oh, God, he changed it to make it seem like she lost weight. <sighs> She's always sadly talking about her sizes and calling herself too big. She lost her excitement with shopping in a few months ago. I guess I made a step to change that. She's always asking me to get things for her while she's in the dressing room. New sizes, etc. She told me to get a pair of jean shorts for her in a size 6. This size is too small for her now by a lot. She's kind of in denial about this and always asks for a size 6 and then gets very upset when it won't fit at all. She's more of a size 10 or 12. Girl, you need to accept that shit. now. A 6 to a 10, you that's more than denial. Being delusional. Um, I don't know. I got a bigger size and changed the sticker on the jeans so it said size six. When it fit, she was so happy and kept showing me and saying she's so proud. She says she must have lost weight but doesn't know what she de- how she did it. She bought, bought them feeling very confident with herself. We got home. I cut the tag off the shorts. I didn't mean to, but a few times after that, I did it again. I guess it was a part of wanting to see my wife happy and part of not knowing how to deal with the same meltdown happening every time. She looks really beautiful even if she gained some weight. I kept doing this and only recently did she realize that the tags on her clothes are missing. She asked me about it and I said I didn't know. Maybe the store doesn't use them. But she Googled the store and proved they did. I had to come clean and now she's furious. She keeps saying I'm an asshole and treating her like an idiot. Lied to her, stuff like that. My heart is broken too. I, we haven't spoken in days. He did a uh, an edit, but let's just talk about
0: it. Bruh. Bruh.
1: do you know how much
0: that woman trusted you bro she trusted you so much that instead of looking at the tags and thinking you might have gave her the wrong thing she went on ahead and believed that she lost weight because she trusted you so much that when you said when she said give me a six that you she knew you was gonna give her a six bro that you shouldn't even want to be in a relationship no more because that trust is gone that, it ain't even gonna feel the same no more. That shit is dead, and you motherfucking murdered it. It would be one thing if it was a, oh, no, 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 babe, I, I gave you a bigger size. You get, like, rip that Band-Aid off immediately. But, like, to start playing into the, the whole situation, oh, my God, yeah, nah, bro, That's the worst thing you could have done. You fucked up. Badly. Yeah, you fucked up. And, and... Not only did you fuck up, but, like, this is premeditated fucking up. Like, you should have known that this was not going to be a good situation, bro. You already know she's been beating herself up about her weight. You already know how society... Look, listen. Listen. If if she want to be the Lulu... Because that's exactly what the fuck she is. If she want to be the Lulu, there are some very specific things that you're going to have to participate in that with them. For women, I think weight is one of them. You're like regardless of how you feel I think you're gonna have to let her come to her own realizations about that thing that that's just one of them so you manipulating that experience for her I don't know if that's recoverable my boy it might as well just started putting crack in the goddamn food if that's the case like you started you might as well have started doing some other weight loss shit than then having her thinking she losing weight so she eat an extra goddamn piece of pork <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's, that's messed up. I, I would hate for her to feel like she's putting in some work that she ain't putting in.
1: But the thing is now. Because
0: I'm lying like hell. She
1: knew she wasn't putting in no goddamn work because she even said it like, I'm not even doing anything. I don't know how I lost this weight.
0: I mean, she knew she wasn't putting in work. But what she also knew is that she was handed a size six. So that fucked her whole perception of the
1: situation up. Do you know, so, okay, it depends on how tall she is. Let me say that. Okay. So, you know, you've seen me at my different sizes, right? When I was like really, really skinny, that was a size six. So you telling me that at this time when, and I'm, I'm about a 10 now, I am a size 10. That's the size that I buy now. I haven't been a six before. I know very fucking well that I am not a size six. That it's just not. <laughs> it's it looks very different, okay? Because I'm so tall, being a size six, I was very, very skinny. And so now I'm like, I'm not fat, but I'm not I'm not as skinny as I was. And so, but there's a noticeable difference. Like, I would really just have to like be completely delusional. To look in a mirror and look at myself and be like, oh, bitch, that's a size six. <laughs> like, there's a there's a pretty substantial difference in, between six and ten. Okay. Six and ten look very different. And I could imagine on a shorter person, it probably look even more different. Is she short, I'm assuming because I'm pretty tall. So I assume most women are shorter than me. That's just... She just, she just want to believe because <laughs> that don't even make no sense. Like that literally was her being delusional. Even if he handed me a size six, I would have been like, oh, this shit must be, uh, the size wrong." <laughs> like I wouldn't even believe it because it's such a substantial difference. Like I wouldn't buy into that. Like there's no way I'm a size six. I've been a six and I, and this ain't, I'm nowhere near that now at this point. And probably never will be a size six again. That ain't my goal. I don't want to be. I feel like if I got to be a size six at this age, I'd have to be sick. (laughs) I mean, it's possible. If I got sick. Yeah, I know. I don't want to be a size six, though. Like, I I feel like I didn't realize how small I I was. I'm not saying you. I mean,
0: you know. I'm just saying, there's what reasons that weight will be lost that you can't control. I guess. Yeah. You know, but.
1: But she was just being delusional. Like that's. Yeah. There's no way she did. She she couldn't have truly believed that. But let me read his edit. Uh, I can't believe this became so big, and I feel way too overwhelmed. Hard for me not to delete the post because some people are being very cruel to me, and sometimes also to my wife. Insulting her doesn't make me feel better, and I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I understand the mistake I made, but not everything I'm seeing here helped me get there. Since this became so big, I'll try to update what happens. So people must have been saying his wife is an idiot. <laughs> you know,
0: you know what? This is a little bit ableist, but I've been <laughs> saying it on TikTok a little bit. Um, You know, in the school system, to be uh qualified as uh, intellectually disabled which grants you a lot of services and a lot of assistance in the school system your iq on the testing they have has to be 75 or lower and what i've learned is that there's a lot of fucking 76ers out here goddamn. okay <laughs> there's a lot of niggas that was a half a point away from the short bus But they out here with us and they think they belong out here with us. And I know this sound bad, but I'm saying that to say, if you have ever been on Reddit, you goddamn should know that you're about to get a whole range of responses from the low intellect to the high intellect, from the low emotional intelligence to the high emotional intelligence to the low tier troll to the high tier troll if your post blow up you're going to fucking be sad tomorrow okay (laughs) and the good posts ain't gonna help you recover so don't be coming to reddit looking for validation if you ain't aware of what reddit is and what reddit do of course people gonna talk about your wife somebody gonna fat shame her easy off rip you you misogynist (laughs) you know what I'm saying you're, you're definitely going to be massaging this in some company. You're going to be some, something related to man, right? You're going to be stupid, too, because, like, that's a dumbass way to figure it out. Like, like, she don't never go shop by herself. Like, you said, like, instead of coming clean at first, you said, well, maybe they, they took all the tags <laughs> off Maybe the thing that a company uses to identify the sizes of all their fucking clothes ain't on none of them. Who the fuck, what kind of organization would that be? How would the people at that place find out tags? And I'm inclined to believe that your wife ain't smart because she looked that shit up. Like, she should have looked at you straight in your face and said, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, how did you find the size six that you gave me? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, she should have asked that. how did you find that six that you gave me? Oh, well, the the section was labeled six, and nigga, shut the fuck up. Both of y'all are stupid. That's going to be my deduction. Both of y'all are stupid. And I'm inclined to believe you are not. You are more stupid than she is. <laughs> You're more stupid than she is. She's just insecure. You know, she's her body's changing in, in a world where we hyper focus on uh, the aesthetic appearance. That's that's the situation. And um, yeah, you deserve what you get. Unless you get death threats. You don't deserve that. But I understand. What? What their face? Death Uh threats. People be getting death threats all the time for reasons I do not comprehend. (laughs) I do not understand. People on TikTok be like, people are sending me death threats and I'm like, for for the fuck what? Like, will somebody really kill you for this? I would hope not. I mean, people get death threats all the time and the, the murder data, the stranger murdering strangers data without a precipitating event that shit don't pan out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you said something on TikTok. Somebody said they're gonna kill you. I feel like we have an epidemic of motherfuckers who got killed by a stranger because of a TikTok comment. That shit ain't happening. You know, strangers who kill strangers is some like some immediate event that happened that put them at odds, and now a murder done happened. Otherwise, murders done by people who you know. Now there have been murders where it's like been people who got beef with other, like men who got beef with other men because they in a relationship with the person that the other person used to be in a relationship with that shouldn't happen talking shit on facebook about people who can find where you live that ain't smart that's stupid but yeah is there one of those you wanted to do um let's see
1: I wanted to do the am I the asshole for letting my ex-wife buy me clothes and bake for me and giving her a key to my house? Because how the fuck could you possibly think that your current wife would be cool with that fucking shit? Okay, you're so, out of your mind. I mean, it's
0: patriarchy. I mean, why men always be doing this shit? What do you, what do you? I mean. You got to be a motherfucker with some stand-up morals and ethics to not go and cheat on your lady these days. Because one, it's very easy to do. Number two, men don't got that much restraint to not do it. And then number three, women be taking niggas back who do that shit all the time. I bet if we had a damn... uh, if we had one of them things locked on our neck, where well, if we cheated, we'll explode. I had to explode. I bet we'll be in line. Then we got there too be much. a freedom.
1: bunch of exploded ass niggas out here. No, nope. no, no, nope. no.
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think it's worth that. To I think the immediate consequences would not be worth it to any man. But I think that the fact that, like, there are consequences of having sex with women, but none of
1: them are immediate and most of them are, are resolvable, yeah, nah. I feel like it would take some men actually blowing up for other men to be like, oh, shit, this shit is serious. Like, I don't think that they would just, like, buy into it. T- it's kind of like a dog. I mean, clearly.
0: Off. I mean, clearly they wouldn't believe it. Like, that, is the same thing that happened in Suicide Squad. The dude didn't take a series. He tried to fly away from the squad, and he got his head popped off. So, of course, an example would have to happen. You know what I'm saying? But once that shit happens and they know it happened, then, yeah,
1: they stop. That's what I think. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I'm
1: Uh, a a cheater. I wouldn't know. Am I the asshole for letting my ex-wife buy me clothes and bake for me and giving her a key to my house? My current wife seems to think so. I've been married to my second wife for just over a year. Before that, I was single for almost five years following my divorce. My ex-wife and I parted on very amicable terms, so we remain close, and I still consider her to be one of my best friends. It also helps that we have children together, which has led us to trying to, as much as possible, to still do activities together as a family. We both live in the same neighborhood, so she is over at my house a lot. Sometimes it is to see the kids but we essentially have an open door policy. So if she needs to borrow something or use my house for any reason, she can. That's been a rule for basically the entire time since we've been divorced. In return for that, she bakes for me and does little favors for me if I mention needing something. In particular, she does a lot of clothes shopping for me. I never ask her to do any of this and don't expect it, but it's how she reciprocates. Sometimes she just buys clothing if she sees a good deal on something and and she knows I'll like it. And she does that with other things. While dating my wife, I explained my relationship with my ex to her, which I admit is not traditional. And she said that it was no issue as long as she respected boundaries and my wife's place in my life. My ex has never overstepped, but my wife now says that she is irritated because I still let my ex do these things for me even after being married a year. She thinks that I'm an asshole for trying to have my cake and eat it too. Her words, not mine or my view. I am puzzled that she feels this way. When she admits that she doesn't know how to shop for me and hates baking, I I really don't care about either of those things and I'm more than capable of doing each. But if those things, if those aren't things she does for me, why is it an issue if my ex does them? Bitch, nick. Ugh. My wife also dislikes the open door policy and would like to see it curbed. but my ex has always been reasonable about coming over and never take advantage of it. I also think it makes sense because of the children. My wife admits it is, sometimes, it is helpful sometimes because my ex does a lot of things for us and couldn't give a real reason for her why she now opposes it other than feeling crowded. At the end of the day, I'm not sure how I'm the asshole for things which seem minor to me. Bitch nigga, let me tell you something. <laughs> For you to say, "Well, you don't like you don't like buying clothes for me and you don't like baking. So why not let my ex-wife do it?" Bitch, because she's your ex-wife and I'm your current wife. And if that shit is so important to you, then maybe you and that bitch need to get back together. Cuz what we're not going to do is I'm not going to be a part of some un unsolicited sister-wives shit that you got going on, okay? You have a wife. If that was good enough for you, if, if her doing that shit and coming in and doing all that goddamn shit for you was enough, bitch, you should have just stayed single and y'all could have just did this house-hopping shit you was doing before. Don't bring me in and then think that I'm going to be okay with y'all still playing Little House on the Prairie, okay? It's going to be a fucking problem. I don't even know how the fuck you think that this would not be a problem. For you to say that, I don't know what the issue is. Either you're the dumbest motherfucker alive or this is some gaslighting, beyond gaslighting shit. Like, fuck you. You heard me
0: he's, n- he's not saying I don't know what the issue is. He's saying I don't know why she was okay with that shit at the beginning when I communicated this to now. She
1: didn't say she was She said as long as she was respectful of boundaries. When you're a girlfriend and then you transition into a wife that's living there and being there, she don't need to be coming over here doing this shit. That's fucking weird. Like, no no
0: so when when you're dating, that's okay.
1: It wouldn't be okay for me, but like that's like saying when you're dating somebody and y'all aren't exclusive that you they can't be going out with other people like when we're not exclusive so when,
0: when, head, so so what about if it was a friend and not an ex- wife?
1: What about it? It still would. She still
0: would need to slow the fuck. Well, like it's too much. Like would it be okay for them to bake for for
1: him and have and a key to people? the house and just show up and what she want? No. Is she just baking stuff now and then? Like the way he makes it town, they basically are still married in separate households. Like she coming over to the house, she like out like, oh, I saw this and thought about you. I bought you this this soup. Like that's excessive. That is not you bake. Okay, that would be like the way you're describing this is if I was dating somebody and you bake something because you cook and brought it to the house and the nigga getting upset. That is different from if you was over here at my house all the goddamn time and you was buying clothes and shit like that's a very substantial difference. The, the relationship he has with his ex-wife is not friendly. It's It's overstepping boundaries. Nobody would be okay with that because if the fucking tables were turned and her ex-husband was coming over to their house all the goddamn time just showing up because he had a key and he was buying her clothes and he would not be okay with it. He would not be okay with that. Guaranteed. He would be okay with it.
0: Do you feel like it's possible for a woman on the other side to participate in a relationship with their ex-husband like this with no expectations of anything more?
1: Like, is the wife, does the ex-wife have like motives
0: for doing this? Yeah. I, no, just do you think it's possible for uh, uh her to not have motives?
1: There's a lot of trouble to go to for somebody that you just...
0: I'm just saying just it's a lot of trouble, but we know that there are people who do things where they go through a lot of trouble. I'm asking do you think it's possible for somebody willing to go through that trouble to be doing it with no motives? No. And they've been doing it for all of these years. So... Is it that you think that they really want the marriage back and they doing all this stuff to try to get it back?
1: Yes, because I have seen seen amicable divorces where people are able to like, because especially if they have kids, but a lot of the shit that's going on don't have nothing to do with the kids, okay? You buying him clothes has nothing to do with the children. You baking shit and bringing it over here, that don't have nothing to do with the kids. Now you're coming over like to see the kids or some shit. Like that could be that could be discussed. But like a lot of this shit don't have nothing to do with them being amicable for the kids. This is shit that's going on between the two of y'all and it's unnecessary. I don't give so, a fuck
0: if I don't be. So you don't think two people who used to be in love with each other, who still like each other, who were married, can be out of those relationships and in a pattern of doing things for each other that ain't correlated with the desire to be Not with others.
1: To this extent. No. And she has not gotten remarried. The wife hasn't. And probably she hasn't because she's too busy doing all this goddamn shit for him. I mean, he just got remarried a year ago, it's been six years. He was date, he got remarried a year ago, but he was dating her before that. This this lady, and, and he ain't saying anything that he does for his ex wife. These are all things that she does for him. So no, no. This is excessive. That's a lot. Again, I, I would want my, if I got with somebody who had kids with somebody else, I would want them to be amicable because cause that's going to make it easier for me. But this goes beyond just being amicable. Either way,
0: I was asking that question because I believe that it is possible for a woman in that scenario to not want nothing from that partner or not aggressively try to overstep those boundaries. I think that would be more hard pressed for a man to do when it comes to a woman. In a, in a patriarchy, especially, like, uh, so if it was her husband, you know, yeah, most of the time he would be trying to come to interrupt that relationship. He would be trying to come to get her back, and that would be probably exactly what would be happening. I don't think that's necessarily always going to be the case for a woman. To this extent, again, it's the level it we we all know that there's outliers and everything. You know, it, it, this is a lot, but then we also know those people who, who got damn. Damn, they're codependent, just doing a lot for each other. I mean, that should be happening sometimes with these couples. I ain't saying it's right, but the the most wrong thing that happened here was she said okay, as long as the boundaries ain't overstepped without asking what the fuck it means. Because the reality is, he been doing this with her for five fucking years, and so all of this shit that she doing now, she was doing when they when him and his other partner met. Now the only thing it that doesn't matter,
1: you can't say it does y'all matter.
0: To do it. Why does that matter? It matters if you knew all of the stuff that my ex was doing for me, and I said that my ex is a part of my life in these ways, and you say it's okay as long as boundaries aren't overstepped. If I've communicated to you all of the things that they're doing now, and you didn't, didn't calculate that as boundaries being overstepped at that point in time, or we didn't have a very distinct conversation about what boundaries overstepped for you looks like, then... What was I supposed to change? But
1: no, okay. Uh, a C blow. Let's take. Let, let me use him as an example. Me and A C blow are friends. We 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 used to date, but we're we're friends. Okay, we've been friends for a while. At the point that he gets into relationships, I the way that I behave towards him changes because I. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the person that he is with. So regardless of what our relationship was like before he got with somebody, I'm respectful of the fact that he's in a relationship. And so it's certain shit. I won't call at a certain time. I'm not going to call you late at night because I don't want them to, it to appear weird. Like before it was okay for me to call you late because you was by your goddamn self. There is a, a level of just common sense shit. And just the common level of respect, it changes. It has to change. There's nobody on earth that should think that if somebody gets into a new relationship and you have an existing relationship with them, especially if you are of the opposite sex, that that shit is not going to look different. It is. It is going to look different. It should. So for him and his ex-wife to think if both of them feel like, oh, she should just be okay with us doing this shit, that's unreasonable to me. That's craziness so if and you and and had not, nobody's ever had to ask me to do that shit. I've never had a, a male friend of mine ask me to like, I just automatically do it because I know like, hey, he in a relationship, shit is different, and I'm gonna be respectful of this relationship that he is in,
0: so you go on a first date, a guy you really, really, really like. And on this first date, he tells you that, hey, um, you know, very interesting you. But I do need to let you know that I have an active relationship with the children of my, uh, the mom of my, ch- wait, the mother of my children. And, uh, and, you know, we we have a decent relationship, really, really good, actually. Uh, we go on trips and to games together and stuff for the sake of the kids. We also, um, she buys me stuff every now and then. She bakes every now and then. And for me, you know, actually pretty often. And uh, and she actually, you know, got a key to my house and stuff. And she show up every now and then and blah, 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 blah. What
1: is your response now? You need to go back and be with her. But I also feel like he wouldn't be that forth coming about those many details on that when he telling me about her. I don't feel like he would sit down and say, yeah, she got a key to my house. and so she come over here begging for Beyonce? I don't think a nigga would like offer up that much information about the situation. I really don't. I don't think that's realistic at all. So when would, you when, would
0: you, when do you think she would have found this out?
1: Uh probably after they got into my, uh, enough of a relationship where she was at his house enough to see it for herself. Like when I'm spending the night and this bitch just popping over or I'm coming over and it's, it's, baked goods on the well even if the baked goods by itself i wouldn't think that was weird because the kids are here sometimes she would have had to have been there for a, enough time to notice like how weird the shit was because like when you dating i'm I, i'm not at that person's house all the time so i don't know what you got going on at your house unless i'm there
0: So if he did communicate all of that to her. I would that
1: be I would have been out. You would
0: be out. Yes. Because
1: but if she life. if
0: he had communicated all of that to her and she stayed, now how do you feel? Is it that just always be- gonna be a perpetual things would have changed anyway? So
1: No, that would have been expected- on her. But I just I don't I in my experience in dealing with humans. Most men are not going to be that forthcoming where they're going to like be that specific about how involved he is with his ex. I just don't believe that it's reasonable to assume that he laid all of that out like that. Because I feel like most people would be like, oh no, nigga, this is too much. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like he would have been getting turned down quite a bit, or he would been getting ghosted in no second dates if he was doing that. That's how I feel. Like I feel like it's very odd for people to be upfront and forthcoming about shit that they have going on in their life, especially when they first meet you. That's some shit you you usually end up just finding out through time. I don't think I've ever gone out on a date with somebody that laid out all of their shit for me. I found out later. But, like, they ain't never said, like, let me tell you about all these things I got going on so you know where you can make an informed decision about whether or not you want to continue with me. Like, that ain't never happened in all the time that I've been dating. Never. I usually just, you find out over time. So Yeah, the
0: biggest issue is that you should not be in a relationship, sir. Nope. You shouldn't, shouldn't have never gotten in a relationship with all of that stuff going on if you wanted to continue. Uh, Or you need to figure out how to make that different. But yeah, my biggest issue with the situation is that like, it don't sound like he doing anything back for her. It sounds like he just accepting all of this stuff that she's doing for him. And for me, that frankly, that's selfish. Like, uh, I believe that there is room for her to not want a relationship with him, but be so conditioned to be caretaker and caregiver that she's still tending to him outside of the relationship without her wanting anymore but let that woman go bro like let her take some time to do stuff she liking that she want to do and to start decentering you from her fucking life like you want to feel like you still got her but you still got your wife too you can't have all that shit, bro you're gonna lose one one of them you're gonna lose on purpose and one of them you're gonna lose unintentionally because you don't make the decision you need to make so but you know and again Y'all need to be real specific about the questions y'all ask when it comes to shit like that. Because especially that, I had a good relationship with my wife. Just want to let you know she's... Like, he told her enough that should have started a bunch of questions for her. Now, what does that look like? How often a week do, y'all, do you all see your wife? Does she do anything special for you? You know, like, what is she... You know, what role does she play in your life outside of the kid? Like, there's a host of questions you need to be asking about that shit. Yeah. To To get you to a place where, you know... That makes sense to be at. You know, but that's how I feel about it.
1: Crazy, man.
0: People be crazy out here, man. People really be exposing people so weird and oddly.
1: There's no way. There's no way.
0: You got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right, well until we come the next conversation.
1: We out. Holla.